Hello, and welcome to the first inaugural episode. That was my, my bad. I forgot it was on. I forgot it was on. Okay. Look, if, it wasn't, if there wasn't any missed problems in this podcast, we would it would be like, it wouldn't be a, a One Last Point production. Come yes. On. Welcome to Backseat Athletes, a One Last Point production podcast. If you're a fan of One Last Point, you, uh, you know that we talk about... Um, we talk about a lot of things. A lot of politics, a lot of everyday life, a lot of everything. We honestly wanted to have one about sports, and we wanted to bring on a good friend Brad, who's been on our podcast before, and we wanted to and we wanted to have Big Time Bundy on it as well because you know he's old, we gotta have him on. He's a one last point host. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on tilt. Um. But anyways, um. Me and uh, Bradley Loxus are going to be hosting this podcast mostly. It's going to be mostly us two talking, hanging out, talking about sports because that's what we're talking about. Talking about one last point, of course. I, I said it this way: like when Dan and I like first started uh, working on uh, like the podcast, the one last point, like that has been like forming in like our minds and particularly in my mind for like months, almost a year now. And um, I, I think, think that, that one, one of the important things about that is that we love sports, but there is no forum for that in one last point. Oh, and there not. needs to be, and we have that passion, and I think Brad has that passion, and you know, more, Brad knows as much or more than I do at it. So it's like the perfect counterpart where we can uh, even give that content uh, just as easily. So we change the format a little bit. Definitely. So for our viewers. All right, everybody. Later in this episode, I'm going to give my locks of the week on some sports games. We're going to see, uh, you know, what I got in store. And Armand and Daniel are going to give their opinions as well. And uh, over the course of this show slash podcast, we're going to keep a running total of how many picks we get right and how many we get wrong. Yeah, And it should be fun to see. It's going to be fun because for the past, like, four or five years, I think, and I'm probably not gonna be talking as much in the beginning like this, you know, in other yeah, ones. None, yeah. But uh, like, I I, uh, I will say that like we have all done predictions in our fantasy football leagues for a long, long time, and like we keep track of that. Like one of our apps used to keep track of it. And I was notoriously awful, but I would submit my picks every single week. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be great, you know. Yeah. So basically, here we're gonna get into our actual intro. Um, that was an intro, just us. You, if you're. If you've seen One Last Point, you've seen what One Last Point Productions will bring you. It's going to be great content, and I can't wait for this to come. Um, So we're going to get into our real intro. So, welcome back to uh, Backseat Sports. I'm your host, Hebrew Horse, Backseat Athletes. Sorry. I'm going to make sure we clarify Yeah, everyone, welcome to Backseat Athletes. Yeah, let's get that. Backseat Athletes, baby. Yeah, there we go. Welcome back to Backseat Athletes. I'm your host, the Hebrew Horse, Daniel. And with me, we got Bradley Locks, and we got Big Time Bundy. And we're here every week to comment on sports that none of us have even got close to playing professionally. So, you know, we could have great content. Uh, We're going to start with our first segment, and what we talk about about in our first segment um is we're gonna go through all of the sports um and talk about the major stories that have happened during this week even if they're on break there might not be a major story for like basketball or baseball right now but we still talk about it a little bit 
Um, and basically, so today we're gonna start out with football and what the, what we thought was the major um, major story for football this week was watching that Buccaneers game. Yeah, Brad. Watching the Buccaneers game with Brad in his Tampa Bay jersey right now. Um, Brady just looked like shit. Just gonna say it flat, bro. The Buccaneers got steamrolled by the Saints, and the real question that a lot of people are asking now is like, is Brady a fake? Like, is this has has this whole season just been null and void because he just got steamrolled by not even like a top? I wouldn't even say that they're a top top tier team. Yeah, I compared mean, to the Bucks. I mean, the Saints are still a really good team. Like, well, they're good, but I wouldn't say they're a top team. What the what everyone would say that the Bucks were. Probably in the top five of power rankings, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, they got blown out and they looked bad, but, you know, everybody has a bad day. I have to say, though, PFF ranks the New Orleans Saints as the fifth best offense. Where were they last week, though? This is, I mean, last week it's offense, they still were the best. This article oh, was offense. written September 2nd, and they, oh, this is like okay. an old article. Okay, I, I, meant like, I, meant, I, meant fully team. I meant full teams, but, like, it's whatever. I mean... I just think that I think this Tom Brady, and you'll know. I think Tom Brady's just a fake. I think that they're on a high right now. They're not going to go anywhere in playoffs. Look, everybody always want to count out the greats. Yeah, they counted him out when he turned forty. They said he was too old. They counted him out when they were down twenty-eight-three to the Super Bowl, and now they're counting him out because they lose one game to a division rival. And I'm not here to hear that. I don't want to hear this Brady slander. He has, do I need you to remind you guys, he has as many Super Bowls as any franchise in the NFL. This man has as many championships as any franchise does in NFL history. The Steelers don't have six. seven? Patriots have six. Steelers have six. I think the Cowboys oh, have yeah, five. They did, the Packers. they did get Packers, I think, only have like two. No, three. they have more than that. They have at least five. Uh, maybe four. Mm, I don't know. I'm gonna go with four. I'll, I'll top my head. I'm gonna say four. They have four. Bradley have Locks. Four. I did not think they had as many as the other ones. I know the Cowboys are. Uh, well, they won tied. the first one, and then they won one two years after that, or something. And then Brett Favre has one, and Aaron Rodgers has one. So I knew they had at least four. But anyways, so what about you, Armand? What do you think? Do you think Tom Brady is a fake, or is he gonna come back next week? Well, look, just... I had Tom Brady on my fan. I traded for Tom Brady on my fantasy team. Yeah. I was in love with Tom Brady this year, and let me tell you why. Because when you look and compared his stats to his 2007 season, which everyone argues is one of his the, one of the greatest quarterbacking seasons of all time, that team was the undefeated team. Mm-hmm. Um, that season, his his numbers were like very close. His QBR was close. His rating was close. His, his pass attempts were actually um, better in this year. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady just had a bad game. And I think we forget that Tom Brady has bad games a lot. And he always bounces back. And there's every... For the past five years, I can remember a game where Tom Brady, like, the team fucked up or, like, you know, something. And we're all like, oh, Tom Brady's done. And what has Tom Brady done every year? He's come back and won games. So I don't think Tom Brady's done. I think, I think this the the Bucks beat the Saints week one, mm-hmm. uh, or did the Saints beat the Bucks? I can't remember now. But the Saints beat the Bucks week yeah. one. Yeah. So they already had the game plan against them, you know. And when when you when you know it and you have a good you have a solid defense like that defense is built to bend not break. I definitely think that Tom Brady's gonna bounce back. Hmm. I don't think he's done. Yeah, I don't know. I 
I've been counting him out all year because I think that he's too old and going to this new offense, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I mean, right now it looks like they're going to make playoffs, but I don't think that in reality that like they're going to go anywhere in playoffs. There's a bunch of I think there's teams that are better than them and I don't think that they'll even make the Super Bowl. I, I think they make it at least to the NFC Championship. The Bucks? Mhm. Think they would at least get to the championship well, game. Uh, well, I think that's contingent also on if the NFL, because uh, they just passed uh, like a, a new thing, a new measure, I guess it would be called, oh, really? where if uh, games get canceled this season at all, that they would add another team. So there would be a 16 team playoff. 16 eight eight, teams. Yeah. So I think, I mean, that sounds way harder to me, way yeah. harder for me to believe that Brady's going to make it to the Super Bowl that way. Because teams play different in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And, and I think any team can beat any and team. And I know I'm biased, but if the Eagles can get healthy, their defense is actually the fourth best passing uh, defense. They're really? allowing the fourth least passing yards. Yes. Says the so, guy wearing the Eagles. I know I'm an Eagles fan, yeah. but I'm telling you that that's it. And everyone's looking at that division and calling it like trash. Well, they are trash. But the, the Eagles are 3 4 and 1. That's only two games behind like the Bears. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I don't think that – I just don't think that Brady's going to do it. I don't, I, I'm not going to say that they're just going to fall off the face of the earth after that loss this week, but I don't think that – I think that he's not going to continue to play at an elite level that everyone's seeing him and saying that he's playing at right now because yeah. I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's still got uh, some gas left in the tank, I would say. All right, well then – you guys have anything else to say on that? No. All right. So let's move to baseball then. Um, baseball World Series was over a couple weeks ago. Dodgers won. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Anyways. What? I just don't. I don't like the Dodgers. Why? Because I don't like the Dodgers. Some, some solid some supporting <laughs> evidence. I don't have to have. I don't have to have supporting evidence. I just don't like the Dodgers. Hey, but. All right, do we put an asterisk next to that World Series? What do you guys think? Yes. I do, because that's... If you look at averages, people were hitting, like, almost 400. And pitchers were throwing, like... They had, like, less than... A t- most a lot of pitchers had less than two ERAs. Yeah, I saw that. There was and like sub, like mid-season, was like... mid-season form for pitchers is different than end-of-the-season form. Well, so... I think you have... Di- I, so I would disagree in that. I would say each pitcher is their own. Because you have pitchers like Cole Hamels who will allow 10 home like April and then be in the uh, Cy Young race at the end of the year. Yeah. You have players like Granke who will like pitch perfectly in some games and his EFIS is like the dirtiest pitch in the whole. Like he, he's known as that, that artist, you know? Yeah. And then he just has games where he sucks too. So I, I mean, I don't think. I know the midseason form is an argument, but I would say too that. Some but pitchers are just hot. The thing, the thing is, look at it. All Dodgers pitchers are early season better pitchers. Early to mid season. Kershaw, Urias, horrible, Kershaw, horrible in the playoffs every year before this. Urias, horrible. Bueller played not that great last year. You know who actually was pretty hold bad up, this playoffs? Up. Who I would say actually, like your argument makes sense too, is Kenley. Yeah, Kenley he was always, awful. He always does he better in the, the end, end of the year. year. Yeah. Hold up. The real thing, we're kind of touching on it, but... Okay, you look at the NBA, right? Yeah. They still played, I think, They've 72 whole, games yeah. they ended up. I think it was 72. Mm-hmm. And they still had a traditional playoff format. You know, they yeah. had that weird little 
eighth, ninth play-in game. But it was still eight from each conference, 16 teams, their standard thing. They've played a full, basically a full season, a full playoffs. Yeah. But then when you go to the MLB, they played 102 less games than a standard season. Okay, but I think you have to look at it this way: is baseball also is a statistic, like a statistical game. So when you theoretically and you statistically map out, like if we cut a third out, we understand that like that the stats are really you know you can you can deduce it down to where the averages are going to still equal out, like you really could. Uh, in in ma- mathematically, like ideally, I mean, yeah, that's but that's the idea but that's predicting. But the, the thing is, like, but in a situation gonna... like this, I get the argument. The Astros argument is it's COVID. It's that the seasons, all these seasons are different. Yeah. Right. I get that argument. The thing is, is that these athletes still went out there and played. Oh, yeah. And that the part of it is, is some people have opted out to not play in a league. Well, like, like, I mean, the only real people that really opted out that are big names were David Price. And he's not even good anymore. I, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. In any sport, people can opt out. And I'm talking about yeah. just competition in general. So if you want to go the argument of, sure, like, Dodgers played this many less games, put an asterisk next to them, not next yeah. to the Lakers. No. Either every team this year gets... The validation, because the thing is, is every league... Every is team that had to cancel and restructure. Because the NFL hasn't really restructured. Well, but it's changed its travel protocols. It's changed its method. So, of right, but... It's, it's, training camp, less training okay, camp. Okay. There is everything... There's affected. stuff, but what... But the actual length of the season, I feel like, is pretty significant. Because think about it. So, what, they played 60 versus 162 My games? My thing is also, so what if seasons... Okay, the NBA paused and also has way less people, and the idea of a bubble is, has been brought up before. They run it in Vegas for the mini camps for the summer league teams. Yeah. Okay? They know they can do shit like that. I know, but I'm saying, what if... MLB had no time to prepare this. They were really, like, literally... No, I'll give them their props training. and stuff, but I'm saying, if, hypothetically, if the NFL were to... So what, 60 out of 162, that's roughly a third? You're also forgetting... Roughly two. a third. So if there's if the NFL only played five games and then went to the playoffs and whoever wins the Super Bowl, the Eagles win the Super Bowl, would you be like feeling good about that and feeling that it was a legitimate Super Bowl? Yeah, I would say Or would you kind of be we like... We won the season, and this is my thing, is baseball... Yeah. My argument with baseball, too, is, is it wasn't the players and it wasn't even the league. It was the owners... Who were stopping the season from starting? They didn't want to pay the players, so then it becomes a logistical issue of of ethics of paying your people for playing. The the well, owners yeah, want a less season because they can get more money for the TV value rights. But you they gotta understand to too. Much. That's not fair to say. Do you take an asterisk away from a player and coaches that were on the field, and yeah. you punish them because the owners were the ones that were being actually? Yeah, but good. that's government mandate like if the government's gonna say no, no yeah if no if the government the no but i'm telling you with the that is that got brought up because they're making significantly less money if you can't have any fans in the stadium can't sell but also anything, Armand, but they're in, any concessions they're in ob- obligatory contracts these are okay. contracts that but say also that. the thing is to go against your argument because i just wrote a 10 page paper on this okay. so i know what you're talking about the they the owners didn't get as much money as they would for a TV contract. I, I know, so I they, understand so, that. There's yeah. a loss of money. But the thing is, is that this is a global pandemic. And that this is this is the livelihood of these people. Mm-hmm. And just as all the, others, all the other companies in the world have to make do with what's given. Mm-hmm. Have layoffs. Have all these cutbacks. And take losses if you want to keep your staff. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah. That's something that this, every company had to do. Yeah. But those people this elected to forego that and basically negate their whole profit, the players themselves, and said, fuck them. Mm. We don't care about them as the idea of a company. And they got to go against everyone and not even pay them until they said they had to play. And then they took away games from them, even though they were willing to play those games. Mm. So it, to me, the argument of the asterisk goes down to no fucking way you can put an asterisk on any of these seasons. All these teams earn that shit. And especially for these MLB players, because they wanted to go and play. And they did. And it's probably some of the best fucking baseball we've seen ever. Ever. Mm. People were talking about it, watching well, it. They were talk- Fernando Tatis lit up the league. They're talking about it because there's nothing else to watch, though. You know during a regular so season think of about baseball, this. Imagine if no there was 20 more games baseball. of baseball, but the owners didn't even want to do that. Yeah, well, I think part of the problem is, too, the MLB season is just too long to begin with. In a standard a standard season, there's no reason they should be playing 162. You know what I, I mean, mean? It actually ends up working out for, like, averages and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you could cut out at least 30 games. The thing is, it's it's third, those 30 games are all profit for all of the teams so that they can have these high-budget players and actually pay these people for because the they have, product. Because they, they literally are running five teams and having to pay for five yeah. teams. It's, it's all a mathematical thing. Baseball is, like, all a game of numbers. Like, Moneyball deduced it down to the actual play style, mm-hmm. but everything about the system of baseball, it's literally money managing, and, like, players are just seen as values. Yeah. That's why they get shipped around so easily in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Whereas, in, opposed to NFL, it really is like a core part of like your roster and your core, you know your team yeah so yeah sorry this yeah. went way far yeah so that's not what i was gonna bring up for this talk i was just gonna say that the what brad just said i was gonna talk about the angels gm search but brad just told us that we uh he just got an update that the angels are looking into hiring the vp the vp gm for the braves the yeah. Braves went real. Have been doing really well the past couple of years. How do you think that? Like, what do you think about that move for the Angels at least? I mean, I think it's a good move as far as you know, his resume. Yeah. Like the guy's been doing good things in Atlanta, and obviously has proven that he can manage a team, you know, and operations. But it really comes down to ownership, especially with baseball. Owners are more heavily involved than some other sports, you know, where they have large teams. Especially the Angels. Yeah, like look at the Angels. The reason they can't sign a pitcher for the last seven years, and we need pitching. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who I mean, the Mark G. Marino just got a sour taste from the year that they had Jared Weaver, C.J. Wilson, Zach Greinke, and he traded Gene Segura, and then Zach Greinke left the next year to go to the Dodgers. I think that ultimately <laughs> ruined his opinion of yeah. Pitching. I mean, no, when you have I an... think that he knows that hitters make more money than pitchers, so he signs hitters. Yeah, when just you for money. Yeah. Yeah, when you have an owner who's. You know their GM. Can put them out there. Whoever day. their GM is, though, you know what I'm saying. They're just they're just a puppet. Like they have to go. If Artis doesn't like it, it's not happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the GM can suggest stuff to him, but at the end of the day, it's his decision. Yeah. And we've seen the decisions well, he's been for making. The Angels. Some other teams aren't like that, but for the Angels, oh yeah, the Angels specifically. I'm saying yeah, yeah, like, like I mean, Rendon's a great player and all, but what? He's 31, something like that. No, he's 29. Can I get a fact check? It's 100% he's 29. He can may get, have turned 30 this year. Can I get a fact check? I can, no, I'll bet any money. Just look it up. Bet me right You have the laptop. It's No, it's Anthony Randall turned 30 this year, but I okay, think he was 30. 29 at the beginning of anyway, the year. Anyway, my point, 20, my point being... My point being... 
that the Angels are notorious for signing people They're past their sure. prime. When was his birthday? August? June 6th. Dude, see, that was pretty freaking close. Okay, I said 31, and he's 30. Yeah, but the thing We're is, both a year off. Him, they signed him for one year. His third is no. He's no, signed for more he, than his, no, no, but his 29th year. Seven year his 29th year in his seven? like is a part of his prime. We got him for that year. We played this season with him. I think it's fine. Like I get what you're saying, like down the road, but Rendon's gonna be good till he's 30. No, he's 30, good 30. and all, but his decline will be 34. All these MLB players are playing much longer now. But okay. he's definitely he's, on, he's definitely on the downside he's, he's of his career. Signed till 2026. So Tilly's 36. That's not even that bad. That's much better than what we did with Albert Pools. Anything's better than that. But my point being, they're just notorious for signing people to big contracts when they're on the decline. To, to bring this back to the to the guy that we're that the Angels might get, I think it's a really good move because the Braves have turned around in a franchise. Like they built yeah. that new stadium, and then they emerge as one of these powerhouse teams. Like, um, who's their? Uh, it's their second baseman, right? Is uh Ozzie Albies. Yeah. That guy was really good this year. And yeah, then the, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Um and uh, Robert uh, Osuna. Acuna. Acuna. They signed Azuna and then o- Acuna is there. What team was the the Bieber on? The Cy Young. Indians. 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 Okay, um, I wasn't sure. But but that team just emerged and I think that's what we need is someone that's been successful in this decade. Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah. I know I know uh Madden has won a World Series with the Cubs, but yeah. that's good. We brought something in. Mm-hmm. But the our front office is in the two thousand two still World Series. This is a fresh face. I think this would be really good for the franchise. Yeah, and then when they sign me in the front office and I'm working for them too. Yeah. Hit me up, Angels. Alright, so um anyways, let's move on from baseball now and we'll get into uh soccer and Armand has something that he okay. wants us to talk about. Um so I'm gonna be our soccer, you know, talk about soccer on this. Uh, he podcast. probably knows the most about soccer between all three of us. So that's what. So yeah, that's our de- that's our deduction. So um, we're gonna talk about transfer rumors, and then, uh, if you don't know it, how tr- like trades work in international soccer, it's basically like teams buy out the clauses of someone's contract and then they pay them. So a lot of this like fee money uh, that you'll hear us talking about is pay to pay. Like paying for the rights to the player. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the simplest explanation on that. Yeah. Um, but Cristiano Ronaldo plays for the uh, team in Turin, Ju- Juventus. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad's favorite team. Brad's a very big Juventus fan. Orsa Juve. And Cam. Shout out Cam. Um, and uh, Ronaldo went there two years ago from Real Madrid, and he's been killing in the Serie A. But uh, Juventus hasn't been that successful when you really think about it. Yeah. They haven't progressed in the Champions League. So there's a transfer mirror in which they uh, Juventus trades Ronaldo, transfers Ronaldo to Paris Saint-Germain, which is in the, the best team in the French League, and they would acquire Neymar, um, mm. essentially, and there'd be a money transfer as well. Um, and that would be two like the big that would be like one of the biggest blockbuster trades that, or yeah, transfers like think, ever. Yeah. What I don't think anything would be even close to that other than the signing of Pogba for I mean the Yeah something yeah so like this is like monumental and honestly i think i mean i want to hear what you guys have to say but i think this would be beneficial for juventus and i think psg i think i think ronaldo and mbappe in a two striker front uh attack there mm-hmm. or even like one playing off the other just like cavani did with ibra mm-hmm. that works well in the league mm-hmm. and in Serie A, 
a player like Neymar is going to make Dybala literally world-class. Yeah. And I think that they have that more complementary style, and it's way more of the Juventus that we saw fighting for Champions League titles. Okay, and Brad, I want you to say, what do you think? Since you're the big Juve fan, what do you think about this? Do you think they should get rid of Ronaldo? Should get they get rid of Ronaldo, Ronaldo or should they keep him? And Ronaldo's your favorite player too, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's tough. It makes sense, especially for, you know, financial-wise, because Ronaldo's wages, I think they're he's making five times more than the second-highest player on their team, which is Dybala, I believe. I think Ronaldo's making, like, 35 million euros a year. Really? And I think is at, like, 8 million or something like that. Jeez. Uh, this is an article on 90 Minutes. It says that... The Juventus wage bill for 2020 was, let's see. Oh, for 2020, $236 million. But that's what they were listed this year. Yeah. But it's something like, what is this? 31 is for Cristiano Ronaldo, and then Matthias De Ligt, who they just signed, gets $8 million. Okay, yeah, so it's That's five. That's pretty crazy. So it's, what, five times almost? Yeah. Four times? Yeah. Yeah, four times as much. Yeah, his wages are super high, but at the same time, you look at how much money he's brought into the club and how big he's made the club in the last couple of years he's been here. I saw something like their social media platforms in the, since signing him, they've like yeah, tri- tripled. tripled their followings and, you know, like jersey sales and endorsements, I'm sure, that he brings along. Really? Like, cause that guy's, that guy's bigger well, than. Well, he's one of the big. I think he his he number on the, Instagram he, is he, like has, the he most, has the most followers in the world. Yeah. He's the most so, fo- He makes more money in endorsements from Instagram than he does in soccer. That's it's like fifty insane, million. Man. It's like fifty million a year or something in endorsements from Instagram only. Jeez. But yeah, so I mean, financial wise, he does take a big hit on the payroll, but yeah. he's also bringing a lot of money in outside outside of his contract, you know. But as far as play-wise, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Neymar. I feel like he's pretty injury-prone. I hated Neymar, but he's, I will love him at Juventus. I mean, yeah, I'd have to like him if he's on my team, you know, for the most part. you got to learn to love your team. But I think for if you're looking for long-term, it's better because, I mean, Ronaldo's still, like, I would say he's still top five player in the world. Like, oh, as of yeah. right now, if you're looking at numbers and just overall Production. gameplay, yeah. But... If you're looking in the long term, like, you know, four or five years from now, Neymar's probably, assuming he would stay at the club for that long, yeah, he would be probably the better route if you're looking for long term. Because he's got it, I think he's, he's like five years younger than Ronaldo, right? Something like, he's like 29, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's significantly younger. But he's also injury prone, like I said, so you never really know what you're getting with him. But, yeah, I don't know. I think short term... I would like to see Ronaldo here for another season or two. The reason they're talking about um, selling him or swapping him is because uh, if they can't work out a deal between them two for a contract extension, because I believe he has one season after this mm-hmm. under contract. So if they can't figure out a deal during by uh, the next trans- the summer transfer window, then they're probably going to swap or attempt to ship him off, you know? Yeah. Because you don't want him just to walk for free. No, not at all. Yeah, that's like trading. Yeah, it's like yeah, losing your most <laughs> valuable asset. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wonder who was like the biggest free transfer. Like who's like the biggest like I just well, walked Messi off. almost was. Well, yeah, almost. I, I don't know. Juventus are notorious for flipping players though. Like they get all these players for cheap, and then we'll just flip them like oh, Fidal and like yeah, all these guys. Alba. Yeah, all these Tevez. guys they get for yeah, it's super Tevez. cheap, and they just flip them. They're really good with working the market, like and bringing people in. And they just, have some flops, bro. Yeah. Bernardeschini. Yeah, but I um. Like but yeah, I think if. It really depends, too, on what happens with the rest of this season. You know, if they win Champions League or something, he could leave. Or he could want to come and, you know, try and do it again. Yeah. It really just depends how the season goes, too. Yeah. But they've looked pretty good so far. Started off a little slow. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really been watching soccer this season. I don't know why. Um, but because I've been, I've been more focusing on being... But, um, all I know is that Ronaldo is a very good player, and Neymar is also a very good player. And I'm more of a fan of Neymar right now because he's younger, first of oh, all. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> well, I have a franchise method, and if you're building a franchise, like I always, you gotta go for the star player that's younger. Always, that's yeah. my method. But anyways, Neymar is almost as good as him, I think, if he gets in this in the right position, and he's younger, and will bring in almost the same amount of. And it'll bring in new fans because Neymar has his own following compared to Ronaldo because there's people that love Neymar but hate Ronaldo and love Ronaldo and hate Neymar. So it'll bring another new following in. So their social media will boost anyway also again. So I think either way it would be a good thing for Juventus. But either way they got to figure out if they're going to sign him or not because they can't just let that dude walk. That dude is an insane athlete, and if he just walks, that is a huge loss for them. Yeah, no, they've got a good... They have good ownership and good management. They'll figure something out, whether mm-hmm. it's to, you know, extend him yeah. or sell or transfer. But uh, I like to see him win one, you know, in the black and white. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a long time <laughs> since before before I was born. Oh but, yeah, so you definitely remember that. That's what I'm saying. Hey, but need I mean, one. Like, haven't you guys won like eight Italian championships in a row or something? Yeah, we, we own we own the Serie A. Yeah, but Champions League, Farmers League, as they would say. Um, um, so a couple other That's things one. Uh, one news point that will lead into the second thing is that uh, Bayern Munich's Joshua Kimmich is, uh, has a torn meniscus so he'll be out until like at least the end of January so why that's important is because Bayern played like dog shit against Borussia Dortmund they had 3-2 and there was chances that Holland had and Gio mm-hmm. uh, Gio Reyna so that, that isn't means, he American? yeah he's American He's 17, 18 years old Sheesh, playing on Borussia Dortmund. We, we also have Serginho Dest playing in a bar, uh, at Barcelona, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, Pulisic. And but, we have that dude on Juventus, too. Uh, McKissie. Yeah. McKenzie. No, no. It's McKissie. Uh, McKinney. I think McKinney. it's McKinney. Oh, yeah, McKinney. Yeah. I had him in my feet. McKinney. So, so uh, anyways, why that's important is because two things. Um, Bayern, you know, are the, one of the favorites to win the Champions League. I don't know if they can if they're playing with poor form, like carrying that into beginning of Champions League play. I don't think that's gonna play well for them when they come up against like this competition because it is a little you know more ferocious. They would say. Mm-hmm. Um, second thing is that actually the UEFA Nations League picks up this weekend. So if you are listening to this podcast and you never really listened or watched soccer, this is a really good way to get into it because these are the international teams that are playing uh, in Europe. So there's a few games I would say. I mean, on almost all of them are streamed on ESPN Plus. If you have that subscription, if not, they have like week trials. There's also trend. a bunch of websites you can get it for free. 
Yeah, those are illegal though. So, oh. be careful. Yeah, be careful. Allegedly, allegedly. So, a uh, couple games I would highlight are um, where where my games go. Hey there, um, Germany Ukraine will be a low key sleeper because. I'm guaranteeing Andrei Yarmolenko will score. Yarmolenko will score. I'm being serious. I'm gonna watch this game on Saturday. Uh, Portugal plays France. That's two powerhouses. It's a rematch oh, yeah. of the UEFA Euro 2018. Um, the game where Ronaldo got injured, um, and they had a late game. Winner. 2016, right? Yeah, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2016 Euro. So that was really a, being a good rematch right there. Another sleeper that, you know, will be a fun game just to watch, um, you know, as we, we close out, would be Sweden and Croatia. They have a lot of, like, just solid players, and that's just going to be a, a really competitive game if you want to watch a fun game. Mm. Um, there's also Italy-Poland, Italy, so uh, wide array and Belgium-England, too, um, on oh, Sunday. Oh, Belgium-England. Yeah, on Sunday. So you have a few good games on the slate. So um, if you're going to bet on any of them, I'm gonna tell we'll you talk right about now. that later. Oh, okay. Talk about that later. You're going. You're getting ahead of yourself here. We still gotta. Still gotta ask Brad. You seen anything in basketball before we move on to your picks? Like. Oh yeah, just literally just today, I seen um, Russell Westbrook once out of Houston. I heard that James Harden might move too. I don't know. I the thing I saw was Westbrook was mad at like the way they were running the team basically and the offense they were running, and he wanted to kind of go back to his role of being the main ball handler, you know, pushing the tempo. and What team, where do you think he would go then? Where's the fit? Uh, OKC again? <laughs> tra- trade him for Chris Paul. <laughs> Bring him back. Swap it back. Uh, I don't know. I could see them. He has a huge contract too, so I could see them offloading him for some like draft picks yeah. even. like Didn't they Maybe to the Knicks or somebody. For uh, draft picks? Well, OKC, OKC got a ton like a haul for Paul George. And then I think they traded some of those with like in the Westbrook deal, they did like a swap to eat his contract and there was a whole bigger thing. Mm. So like, I don't know. I could see him going to not a powerhouse team, but Chicago. a couple. Maybe. Don't they have, they have some, they have some good guards though, don't they? Are yeah. They? But I mean, yeah. my pick is Detroit or Chicago. I could see him going to the Knicks, honestly. <laughs> I could see them oh, just sending him to the that's Knicks. That's a really yeah, good yeah. pick. That's a really Send good him idea. to the Knicks for KD like a draft pick. No, no, he's on the Nets. Yeah, they're, they're in the same city. Oh, though. same city. I was like, yeah, they're I don't know. Fight in the streets. Yeah, we'll definitely have to keep an eye on that. in the same city. It's actually Brooklyn. Yeah, but yeah, basketball is in kind of a you know reset period. I think they just recently agreed on terms for this upcoming season between the players association and like the league bargaining? yeah they, they came up with a new plan i think it's gonna be a 72 game season starting in december and it's i mean a lot of things a lot of the players are saying like it's a really short off season you yeah. know especially for the teams that were in the, in bubble. the bubble like it was gonna be like i think for the lakers in the heat it's gonna be like 70 days or something like that what do they usually get like 200 something like, I mean, a season, the finals usually end in June, and basketball, like, the regular season doesn't start till like, end of October, so what is that? Oh, uh, it's like... Like, four months? Yeah. Versus, so like, like a month and a half? Or 150 days. Yeah, like, four months versus a month and a half. Mm. It's gonna be crazy, because but, the NFL is having insane injury rate, and you can see what happens when you don't have a pre a proper preseason. That's, oh, 
Can I comment on this? Yeah. I saw today too. Um, I think it was Tony Cruz was complaining about. He was basically saying UEFA, and uh, what's the other one? What's the other organization? FIFA, Concacaf. FIFA. It's FIFA for the club football and UEFA for European yeah. football. He was saying that like the players are just money makers to them because a lot of people like as you were mentioning like Kimmich and uh, Ansu Fati is also going to be out for like four months. Yeah. Really. Like all these players are getting injured because they're having tighter schedules and they, uh, you know, just introduced the nation's league last year to make it an annual thing. So they're playing a lot more games. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? When you have, they're playing their league play. Bro, they like they're playing their league play. Like yeah. break you have everything. league play, like one or two but, games a week. But Brad, then you have UCL. Though, soccer is almost always a like a year round thing. Well, yeah, they but only have, they're they adding. Really, only have like a one or but two. They're months. playing a lot more games. Yeah, they're playing a lot more games, games than they games, usually do. And that, that's the danger of it. But at the same time, like their their bodies, they they literally like have only like two week breaks in those times and then probably like a few months in the summer if there's no big international tournament you know mm-hmm. other than that all the time they're training 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 so yeah i get there's the increased games that is the danger of it but at the same time i think that sport is the most adept um and the players are were most in shape and ready for that kind of like grueling season yeah. well yeah they're probably they're probably the most prepared as far as you know most major sports but still like when you're having to go out there three times a week and play 90 minutes on top of training and traveling like i was saying like you've got ucl you've got your league play you've got international play you've got your domestic cups some of these teams are playing three or four times a week yeah it's insane but it's just interesting to see before before league like international league they were still playing a bunch of games yeah so it's on top of that and so they're seeing as you mentioned players are starting it's starting they also to drain. World Cup qualifications too. Yeah, and Euro, <laughs> Euro yeah. qualifications. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're playing four games a week. Yeah, yeah. All right. In some cases. So uh, let's move on to uh, let's start with our picks of the week. And what we what we're gonna start off with our picks of the week um, every week is we're gonna start off with Bradley Locks with three locks of the week in any sport in any games. Wait, wait, wait. can we can we start off? Can I do the locks at the end? You want to do the locks at the end? I want the locks at the yeah, end. The mortal locks at the end. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Mortal locks. Right, so Bradley end. locks picks will come then. Yeah. Should we, wait. Do we run want, through the NFL? Yeah. I think the NFL. I think yeah, the NFL. The NFL you you give us our, you give us the spreads and we all get to pick. No, let me get those up. I'm on, I'm not on a good website. So what we're gonna do is what our what the plan is for the picks is Armon will say the NFL schedule to us and we'll decide and we'll all have a. Uh, pick on each of the games and then also if there's any important soccer games or any other important games of the week but right now it's only soccer in the NFL because that's really only that's playing right now in the major sports and hockey but hockey's has hockey started yet Armand? No, not yet. So okay. So no, they're still get... working on their agreement. They might not even have a season as of right now. Really? Yeah, they haven't the Players Association and the league hasn't come to a deal yet. Well, and right. it's weird I'm going to say this real quick before we get into this. But, like, it's weird, too, with the NHL. You have a weird scenario with COVID because there's, I think, seven teams in the NHL from Canada. And there's a travel ban, you know, from Canada to the U.S. right now. Like, uh, you have to quarantine for, like, 14 yeah. days before you can travel or whatever. Mm. So, when there's you, se- wait, there's seven, seven teams, right? There's seven teams from Canada in the NHL. There's the Vancouver. 
Vancouver Canucks, the Montreal Canadiens, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Ottawa Senators, the Winnipeg Oilers, Jets, and the Edmonton Oilers. There's one more. I'm pretty six. sure there's seven. Either way, six or seven, that's like a quarter of the league almost. Fifth, fifth to a quarter of the league. Yeah, that's crazy. Toronto. Yeah, so they're going to have to figure that out. Ottawa, Montreal. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, six, six or seven. You can look um, it up after. But yeah, so basically, with the, we're going to go on to our second segment now. It's picks of the week where Armand's going to tell us the schedule for the NFL and any important other games that are coming on this week. So we're going to talk about the um, the League of Nation, the Nations League, also games, the games that Armand already talked about. But we are going to see. We're going to see who we think is going to win. You got okay. that loaded up. Yeah, right now I'm on the NFL schedule. What do you? Yeah. What do I need to look at right now? The you got to look at the spreads. Yeah, so I'm, I'm on that. I'm on that. Okay. I'm looking at that. So okay, we'll just go down. Know. We'll just go down the list. I know. I know the first game is. A so Thursday. you guys want over unders too? Sure. Okay. And I also am not gonna lie. I'm the most. I've oh no money line. Just for clarification for everyone and myself, money lines like if you bet a hundred, you either get like plus that right. So the money line, betting the money line essentially is you're just betting the team to win outright. You're not betting the spread. So if they're, it depends on the spread. So if a team's favored by ten points, and you just bet money line, drop one fifteen. Yeah, if yeah, so if they're the favorite, you're gonna get less money in return. But if they're the underdog, you're gonna get paid more than one to one. All right. So it depends depends on the spread. I know how I bet anyways. Like I just never understand. Yeah. I never even look at that. All right. First game is the Thursday night game. It's the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. It's uh, minus one and a half on Tennessee. The over under is forty eight and a half. Okay. Uh, well, first. I'm not gonna do the betting thing because I don't really understand it and I don't really care about so the betting. I'm just gonna, gonna say win. the team who's gonna win. I'm thinking. I'm gonna pick against the spreads on these. I'm, oh wait, no. I'm, I'm taking I'm gonna the give my, I'm gonna get my parlay at the end. I'll get my parlays at the end. I'm just okay. Gonna say who's gonna right, win. So Armand was gonna have his parlays and Brad will I'll have his I'll get my spreads. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I definitely think the Titans are gonna win tomorrow. You do? Yeah, I think the Why? Titans are gonna because bro Tannehill. Okay. I mean I like the Titans. I do too, not. I'm just saying. Like, I, I do not like Tannehill as a I'll quarterback, t- and I have said that. I'll tell you. Times. I'll tell you. No, no, no. But they got Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry's you're overlooking. Run over. You're overlooking got the boy over there. No, no, no. You guys are both overlooking the biggest fact about this game. Philip Rivers is the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Listen. Hammer the Titans. <laughs> Minus one and a half. Hammer the Titans. Titans easily win. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. No. Philip Rivers. Yeah. Listen. Oh, no. Titans, Phil- Titans, Titans, yeah, okay. Titans. The Titans are going to win, but Philip Rivers is still going to play good. Listen. He needs to give me some points in fantasy this week. So, um, I Philip Rivers, you're still going to do good this week, right? If you're starting Philip Rivers in fantasy. We're in a two-quarterback league. Bro. What <laughs> do you want me to do? Right. Get a better quarterback. I, uh, I think I think Tennessee's gonna win too. What's the over under? It's forty eight and a half. I'll take the over. I'll take life's too short Wait, to bet. Gonna, life's okay, too short to bet the let's under. Let's clarify this for the podcast sake. Are we doing our picks there and then picking a parlay at the end, or are we just saying who's gonna win outright? Because I want to pick this. I'm gonna pick the spreads too. Right? Yeah, you gotta do the spreads. Okay, I'm not gonna pick who's gonna win. You gotta the do game, the spreads. Or am I picking who's gonna win the game? You're doing the pick spreads. Who's gonna win the game and then the spreads. You're doing the spreads. Just bet with the spread. You can say if you think somebody's going to okay, win and you don't want to bet that. Okay. But just, we're yeah, betting yeah, for then, the spreads. Then I'm, yeah, take the Titans on the win and on the, like, take the spreads. Yeah, you're so. saying outright and they'll yeah. win by more than one and a half. Yeah, they'll win by more than one and a half. All right, next game is Houston Texans, Cleveland Browns. It's uh, minus three and a half on the Browns. 
Over under is forty nine. That's like gonna be a good. I, that's gonna be a close game. I, I think. Brown Browns are home. I assume. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, if they're So minus three. So that'd be Houston plus three and a half. This game, I wouldn't want to touch personally. I wouldn't feel confident betting on either team. Okay, but who do you think will win? Though? If I were to, if I were to bet, I'll take, I'll take Houston plus three and a half. Yeah, I'm thinking Houston. Ba- Baker, I, I, trust... I don't even know if Baker Mayfield's cleared the COVID protocol yet. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, as, yeah, at least as of now, he still. Dish. I think he still can play on Sunday, but I don't think the last yeah, I checked, did he you, hadn't did gotten you see how Stafford played this week when he? Did you see what happened to Stafford this week? Actually? Yeah, he got wrecked. He got so, a concussion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he, no, he did. He got he got injured mid game though. No, he okay. has a concussion. No, 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 he doesn't. He didn't get a concussion. They cleared him. Anyways, so he got his wife got COVID Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I saw Wednesday, that. I saw that. So he was a high risk, tested... but he tested negative five days in a row, so he could play Sunday. But he didn't practice all yeah. week, so he played horribly on Sunday, and then got. They were down by like four touchdowns, and then got. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. I'm just gonna say injured because you know. No, he got hit. He I got know he got hit. He didn't get a concussion. They cleared him. He didn't get a concussion. He probably went into concussion he protocol. He went into concussion protocol, and they just didn't put him in. All right. So what are you guys to... picking? I'm picking the Texans. Texans or Browns, Armon? Uh, Cleveland's home. Cleveland's gonna win. Cleveland's the better team. Nick Chubb comes back this week. Yeah, but Baker might not play. The Texans are awful. No, they're not. They're, all right, all right. They are not going to win this game. I take the Cleveland. I'm taking. I'm taking taking plus three and a half. I'm taking, Cle- I'm taking Cleveland to win the game, but if you're betting, bet on the Texans. It's gonna be a close game. Take the the spread is three. And How and does half. that make sense? It makes sense because the, the Browns, are, the Texans are gonna cover. The Browns. He's saying the Bra- He's saying the Browns are gonna win by like. Two or three. Yeah, they're going to win uh, by three points. Okay. I do like the plus three and a half. Lose by a field goal, you still get paid. Yeah, Texans. The Texans. Will That's what I'm saying. Texans, Texans plus three and a half. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I don't feel super strong about that game. But if I were to bet, it would be Texans plus three and a half. All right. What's next right, on the, the next slate? Uh, the next game on the slate is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Green Bay Packers. The well, Jaguars, you know who's going to win. The Jaguars right? are plus 13 and a half. The over under is 50. Half. Yeah, right? That's a big That's a big spread. spread. Who's their, their quarterback? I don't even know who their Tim quarterback is. Who's Luton. 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 Give me. I'm taking. I'm taking Green Bay. Yeah. The I'm taking Green Bay with the with the the minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, hey, they're gonna win, but we gotta we gotta rub. That's the a huge. That's a huge spread, but like, come come on, bro. They've got it's Jacksonville and they have a backup Listen, playing. Come on. And Aaron Rodgers. Every time we've won a game this year, it's been by more than three touchdowns. So. It does have a good point. Yeah, I I take the I take the Packers and the Packers are going to win. Yeah, I would definitely bet on that. Also, outright. I, I take the I would take the over on this game. Or is it 50? Oh, 50. Take the over. Definitely no, take literally the, over. the Jaguars will get 20 points and Probably. the yeah. Packers will score 40. Points. I don't know the Packers also, defense dude, playing good. Honestly, this is like random but like betting the under is just not fun. The whole game you're just like rooting for no, people games, not to yeah, score but though. Game, but there's games where Well, yeah, if there's a super the high over under and but I'm just saying in general like Betting the under is just yeah. You're just rooting it's not. for them to Life's do nothing. Too short to bet the under. It's true. All right, next game on the list is the Philadelphia Eagles. I wonder this at the New York Giants. <laughs> the spread is the Eagles are minus three and a half. The over under is forty four and a half. I'm taking the Eagles this week. 
I think that they're going to beat the Giants. The Giants have. I mean, I like. I don't like their quarterback, but I like Sterling Shepard and I like Evan Ingram. They're good players, but I think that the Eagles are going to shut them down, and the Eagles are definitely going to win this week. I'm going to roll with Danny Dimes this week. We're going to take. Oh. We're going to take the Giants. What is it? Plus three and a half. Yes. This guy's looking at me like I just stabbed him in the back. I'm gonna stare. go with the Aaron answer. You're dumb. Not nice, bro. The e- best passing defense. Yeah. Fourth best passing defense. All right, I'm just saying. They've... Daniel Dimes. Both those only teams had that 80 yard ru- rushing play that he tripped. And that, <laughs> that was pretty was- funny. I mean, I, have full I don't feel confident in betting on either of those teams. I think it's going to be like... Wait, who, hold on a second. I think, I think my computer ran out of memory because the garage band isn't uh, recording anymore, but it's still recording on the stream. Okay. Okay, so, that's fine. Um, it's fine. We'll just... We'll just... Yeah. I'll figure it out. I know how to do it, but... Okay. Sorry for everyone watching right now, and sorry for... Yeah. Yeah, but I just feel like out of those those two teams have just been so bad this year... Neither team is really going to win that game. It's going to come down to one team blowing the game. You know what I mean? Like that's the type of game I see. No. I see happening. The Eagles are getting healthy. Miles Sanders comes back this week. The Eagles win this game handily, and people are going to be like, "Are the Eagles back?" And then we'll play a team next week and lose. <laughs> we'll play a real team. We'll play a real team next week. <laughs> play a team watch, that knows how to play narrative. football. Dan Orlovsky is going to nut over the Carson Wentz performance. This Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky on NFL whatever show he's on. Loves Carson Wentz. Really? Yeah, he he just hypes up Carson Wentz. I take the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles on both the win and the spread. All right. What's the next game? Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Well, I was talking shit on the Buccaneers earlier, but I definitely think that they're going to oh, beat the, the Panthers. Oh, the spread is minus five and a half. I think they're going to beat the Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be able to play against the. I'll, I'll take the Bucks. I think the Bucks have a bounce. Back back game i don't think brady's gonna lose back to back like that i think they'll kind of wake up you know like after getting embarrassed in prime time i think they're gonna be working hard in practice this week it'll probably be a good game honestly like be back and forth i think but i'll take i'll take the bucks minus five i could see him winning by seven to ten yeah no i said i'm taking the bucks i don't think you're gonna do that i'm taking carolina on the plus five and a half and the bucks to win Alright. Wait, you're taking Carolina to on win? The, on the spread. No, on the spread. Uh, okay. points. Um, let me make... Hey, actually, I'm lying to myself. I, I have Tampa Bay at minus five and a half on my bet, so... I'm going to take Tampa Bay. He's hopping on. He's hopping on the... He's hopping on the top. No, I did. I have, my, I have it right here. I put all my picks down. Um, or the ones that I wanted to make. Uh, Alright. Next game on the slate is Denver... Versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Sorry for our viewer, Tyler, but the Raiders are going to beat the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos <laughs> yes. plus five. It's plus five, right? No, it's minus. Oh, it's plus four and a half. Plus four and, and a half. Raiders 51. Plus four and a half. I'll take the Broncos. Jerry Judy, Drew Locke. Jerry Judy's going to have a monster yeah. game for me in fantasy. Broncos. Let's get resident Bronco fan Tyler Lee on here to give a comment for what he thinks about this game, how the Broncos are going to play this week. Hold on one second. He's coming over. 
You want to sit or you just fuck the Raiders? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's all we need to say. That's that's all. That's um, all. Okay. So you're taking the Broncos? Yeah, I'll take the Broncos. Plus, plus five and a half? Plus five? What was it? Four and a half? Plus four and a half. I'll take plus four and a half. No matter. They're winning outright, but I'll take the points. What? I think, wow. I think the, wow. You think the Broncos are going to win outright? Yeah. No. Broncos no. Broncos are winning I that think, game. No, the Raiders win this game. Uh, you bet the Broncos, and you also bet the over on this one. This is a, this yeah, a both game. Yeah, be be both their defenses just Also, interesting thing about this slate this week, there's five games in the in the – one the ten o'clock one o'clock slot, mm. and there's six games in the one o'clock four o'clock slot. So really? for us at one p.m., we are going to be watching six games. That's at crazy. The same time. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So that the this this game is a obviously a one o'clock game for us on the West Coast. Mm. Um. Yeah. I'm taking the over on this game. All right. Up to the next game is the Bills and the Cardinals. Uh. The lines are the. Buffalo Bills are plus two and a half, or plus two, and the over under is fifty six. Um, let me see what I took on this. I I'll take Arizona honestly. As much wow. as I don't want to root really? for the Cardinals, I'll take Arizona. With the spread being minus two. Yeah, okay. minus two. I would take the. As what's the over under? I think that the Bills are gonna win this 56. week. Fifty six. Fifty six. Time. I would if, take the under if I were to bet that. 56 is a lot of points. 28 I each. I think this game's going to be sick. It I'm could so be. A, a, I, it could honestly be Kyler 40. Kyler versus to, Josh Allen, bro. I think, I mean, dude, Kyler's been a beast this year, though. And Allen's Josh been kind of. I don't know. Bro. You're, you're saying that he's doing this, but if you look at his actual stats, he's Kyler? number. No, no Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is, like, doing really well. He's had a couple bad games. No, yeah, I'm like, saying he, he started off hot and then he went he's, down. They're not even bad kinda, games though. They're, they're just they tight. were they're below what he was playing I don't at, know, which is Ky- an elite level. It's true. Kyler's been like I mean, I know this is fantasy production, but it equates no, to real really life. He's good. been like the best quarterback as far as production wise this. Russell. Yeah. But, no, but if you factor in his rushing yards too mm-hmm. and his rushing touchdown, like he's debatably one of the best me, right now. Let me tell you this right now. This they're on a game, sick one. Two, Tredavious White is out this week. He is? Yes. That's one thing I've, I've, I read that this week. Or he might be coming back. Like, he, it's, it's in the air. But I do think that this game comes down to the Bills' offense versus the Cardinals' defense. And the Cardinals' defense is pretty good. But I'm going to take the Bills' offense. And I think that Kyler is good. But I think the Bills are built different, honestly. Mm. They don't need, like, they have Tredavious, but they don't need, like, an out-and-out, like, like, they don't need, like, a Levante David to come and clean up their top. Like, they just yeah. have these studs, like, that are just brutal grinders. Mm. I'm taking the Bills with the plus two points and them to win outright. Yeah. And hammer the over, bro. Hammer the over. Because this game is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, bro. I mean, if both offenses are on, it's going to be insane. They're going to definitely get – if they're both on, they're getting more than 56. That's 100%. Even if one's just on and then one gets 25, that's still 30, like 30 plus for the Bills because I'm rooting because I think the Bills are going to win. And then the Cardinals are definitely going to score at least 24, so that's over 56 already. Okay. All right, we're on to our red zone uh, sleeper game of the week. It's the game that like is on, but you never see it on red zone. Hmm. It's the Los Angeles Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. This is the game uh, that's going to get blurred out, even though it's going to be sick. What's like, the spread? It's plus three on the Chargers. The over-under is 48 and a half. 
I'm taking the Chargers, man. Yeah, I think the I don't think they can choke another one. There's been too many chokes this year. They I gotta mean, put what, one that's away. What Chargers fans say every single. They gotta one. put one away. Keenan Allen been off a sick one lately, and I need them to do it this week for fantasy. Screw the Dolphins. Two is trash. Take the Chargers. Yeah, the Dolphins have just been getting lucky these past couple weeks. I think I their defense is no. nice, but they I don't are, believe no, in their no, offense. No, 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 no. You guys are not watching these games. The Dolphins are good. That game, I told you, the first. What game happened? Had two... What happened to the beginning of the year? Then why are they? Why are they negative? And why What's... aren't they? They were three and three, and they played like pretty decent teams. They were th- Brian Fitzpatrick <laughs> got them to three and three, and then Tua like came in. Oh yeah, they went on a bye. I'm still taking seven. the Chargers. Oh, I didn't. I haven't watched. I Herbert's you, you been nice. If the Chargers can limit their turnovers to like They're... two. They can the, have two or less. The Chargers are going to win this game, but it's going to be another fun game. This game's going to be fun to watch because Tua is an explosive quarterback, and Herbert is, I think Herbert is the next big deal. Like Herbert is going to be that next guy that like it's going to be Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Is he like, going to leave the Chargers like Breeze? No, I don't think so. I think this is he's going to work. I think he sees what it's like to be so close mm-hmm. and see how good a team is, mm-hmm. and he's had so many hard losses. Yeah. That this is gonna just make him better. I think Herbert wins this game solely because he has more experience than Tua. But I think it's gonna be a good game. I think Tua is gonna is really good too. Um, take the Chargers plus three. Uh, take the Chargers outright. But I think Miami's a good team. I don't think that this game is. I think that this game has two good teams in it that are just have bad records and bad displays. Mm-hmm. All right. Next game is Seattle versus the Rams, and they're giving Seattle a point. The over-unders at 55 now. 55. Wow. These are these are di- these might be a little different spreads because some other play some other ones have it like this one has Seattle at. Oh well, yeah, they, at, I mean they'll they'll point. vary a little bit. Yeah. And, and it depends when you bet too. Yeah. The lines will change these depending ones look on up how to be people about bet. A half a point more. Residents Rams fan Bradley Sproul, do you think that the Rams will be able to beat the Seahawks this week? <laughs> You already know my answer. Hell yeah. Come on. They're coming off the bye. Jared Goff's going to get his head out of his ass. And we're going to take a dub. And we're going to be right there fighting for the top of the division. That's why I traded from my fantasy league. Who it's, are you taking? I'm taking the Rams too because I believe in Goff. You guys are dumb. You Dude, think Russell the Seattle Wilson de- is going to... You've seen the Seattle defense Their defense is trash. Horrible. But yeah, Jamal Russell Adams, Wilson has to carry Jamal that Adams, team. Listen, Jamal Adams is going to come back and lead this team. He okay. followed Pete Carroll. I don't He's care. energized. And do you think Russell Wilson's going to have two bad games? Yes. No. He Russell Wilson is going to destroy the, the I'm pretty Rams. sure the what Rams defense. The There's... Bills. I'm pretty sure the Rams defense is better than the Bills defense, too. Yeah, the Rams defense is nice. I'm Especially right if they're Donald. Jay Dude, if their defense G. isn't on when the we, field when for we record three this, quarters of the game, when they're we freaking record nice. this yeah. next week, and, I, and we look at the score of this game, and we talk about it, the recap, I'm telling you right now, you guys are going to look dumb for like yelling at me about this. Or Russell you're going to look dumb. No. Russell Wilson is not going to lose this game. I don't know. Rams coming off Seattle. the bye. Got rested up. Got the whole two weeks to plan against this game. And the Rams, something I'll tell you as a Rams fan, even when they were god-awful like five years ago, six years ago, they would always play their division tough. Like They always play good against their they division do. opponents. But no matter what. Let me ask you this. 
You don't think Russell Wilson saw all the shit that was Josh Allen just climb, might have climbed him in the MVP votes. Russell Wilson has never received an MVP vote. He sees all that. And you know why I know he sees all that? Sees all that? Because his wife is a famous singer. She is in the media all the time, too. So you know what? They are in it. He sees it. I know he sees it. He takes that shit hard. He is not losing this game. I don't think he takes it hard. He, isn't he like a really religious dude? <laughs> doesn't really care about what other people say to him. No, but he takes the criticisms on like the loss and like how he let the team down. Well, yeah. He, like, he did that. not play well last week. No, yeah, that's did. the thing though. He, it's com- I mean, you could say that about mo- you could say that about most teams with quarterbacks, but like, especially so with the Seattle Seahawks. If he has a bad game, they're not gonna win. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah so I'm saying he's gonna have to play really well this week for them to win. And he is. He's gonna be perfect. He's gonna be the like probably gonna be one of the best. Like I genuinely think the Seattle's gonna win this game on a Russell on Russell. Hot take. I'm not saying they can't win the big game. Big time Bundy over here. This is a big time fucking take. Alright, what else we got? Uh, we got three more games left. Um, so we have the San Francisco 49ers and the Saints. I'll uh, take the, the Saints. Lions. I don't even care what the spread is. Yeah. The Niners are so this bad. This plus nine. I think even I though we lost on, to them. I actually have it in the Saints on minus nine and a half on my pick. And I took the Saints too. There's not bad. even anything to talk about this. 49ers are so injured. And yeah, the they, Saints just Yeah, I got nine and a half also. And the Packers literally just ran down the field yeah. on them every single Yeah, I'll take the right. Saints also. I mean, if they played that well against the Bucks, who have a really really good defense, even though Brady had like three picks, so mm-hmm. wasn't entirely a defense fault. They still put up 38. I'm taking Saints. Right, and they so, put Jameis Winston in. But he did get his... He did eat the W. And <laughs> he did get his surgery. I saw, surgery, I, saw I saw something that was like, Jameis Winston's just the J.R. Smith of the NFL. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty accurate. All right, so this P, uh, this next pick is actually sponsored by um, someone. Uh, it's the Earn Pick of the Week, um, and it's the Baltimore Ravens versus the New England Patriots, and the line is at I have it at minus seven and a half on this one. Honestly, on Baltimore minus seven. And a this is a tough. Over under forty three and a half. Okay, this is a tough game. Because Belichick has notoriously, you know, played well and game planned well against the Ravens. I honestly, I don't care about the game plan. They got Cam Newton at quarterback, and he almost lost to the Jets this week. Yeah, that's the only thing. Okay, also, but then did you hear this? So today on the Rich Eisen show, uh, he talked to Lamar Jackson, Mm. and Lamar Jackson said that the defense is calling out their plays at the line of scrimmage before they're even snapping the ball. Who are the Ravens plays? Well, Lamar said that the other team's defense is are calling, calling the Ravens the, plays. Yes, are calling out runs or what's going to happen. That's how yes, obvious they are. Yes. Wow. So to me, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna come out with this whole new shit, and that's why I'm taking. I'm running on the fact that if Lamar's saying that out loud, and then he's saying the coaches are gonna implement something new, mm-hmm. that the Ravens are gonna come out and not allow that shit again. And mm-hmm. I'm betting on the Ravens. I'm taking them with the crazy spread. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Ravens too. That's I'll, pretty good intel right there, right? I'll take, uh, I'll take the Patriots just to, just to be different from That's you fine. guys. And I've got Cam on my fantasy team. So we're, yeah. we're going to take the Patriots plus seven and a half. Okay. Uh, Should be a good game though. All right. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just genuinely don't think that Harbaugh is going to allow that shit to run another week. Mm. If they caught it the first right. time and then happened again, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving last game. I gotta tell you, boys, 
It's time for a Bradley lock right here. This is the Bradley lock. Oh, God. This is the Bradley lock. Read it out. What is the game? Okay, so we have... It's, this, it's the Monday game. It's the Minnesota Vikings at the, the line. You is have a lock for this minus game. Three on this the is going to be a close game. Yeah, minus three. Lock, Bradley lock of the week. Chicago Bears. I like that. Kirk Cousins is notoriously terrible on prime Monday time night games, yeah. in prime time. He is notoriously what, terrible. What do you have the score at? What's what was the? I, well, so the he's old, saying what do I think though? What do you think the final score is? Because I I had to, I picked that out of the final score. On this one. I'll say Chicago. 31, Minnesota, 24. Dude, maybe I you think Chicago's going to throw, I, I, get 34. Do you I know, believe wait, in hold Nick on. Foles. You know their starting running back is Corderell Patterson this week? I don't, I don't care. Him. He it is? I'm going to pick him up. <laughs> I wanted to pick him up last week. Well, I'm, they, I'm right telling now. you, lock of the week, Chicago Bears. Right there. You all heard it. Put it Speaking in the book. Chicago Patterson. Bears, lock of the week. All right. I'm uh, Kirk Cousins. Shouldn't even be in the NFL. Listen, That's how bad he is. Listen, they got Dalvin This man Cook. can't get rid of him in fantasy. There's a reason for okay. that. He, okay. I, won't, I don't want him okay. on my bench. All, all, you, all you are talking about is Kirk Cousins, but the That's real... That's their quarterback. The quarterback touches the ball every snap. But not if they just give it to Dalvin Cook and he gets another 200-yard game. Look, he's bound to regress. Okay, bound, but that doesn't mean it's this Chicago week. Bears have a good defense, though. Not as good to stop Dalvin Cook. Cal... It's gonna be hard. They did. It's gonna it's gonna be hard to be running the ball too if they get behind early, which I could see happening. I don't think that Nick Foles is that good to get them above that. Nick height. Foles is so unpredictable. Armand, Nick Foles is a wild card, Nick bitches. Foles is a primetime quarterback. I think the Bears are gonna win this game. 28-24 Bears. I'm going Vikings. Dude, I can't drop anyone on my team. I really want Cordell. Yeah, I can't drop trade me. I'll trade you two. I literally. Okay, we'll I need to do it two for later. We'll talk about trades later. Um, yeah, I'll take the Vikings because you guys are taking the Bears, and I I hate the Bears more than the Vikings, so I'm not taking the Bears. Nah, Bears. Nah, We're rolling with the Bears. Bears. Okay. Nah, Bears. Lock of the week. Put right, that in the books. Okay, but what are your? So that was Brad's locks. But what are your other two locks of the week? Are they football or you have locks in other sports this week? Um, let me see. Well, like, like you said, there's not many games going on right now, and I don't really, don't really follow college football that much, uh, yeah. especially this year with I, everything. I don't, I don't follow college football at all, so I don't know anything about it. Um, but let I, me see. Let me see. Where the, they're on international break, right? Because I know I want. Yeah, do your okay, parlay first, Sean. So you're gonna do there's three. I got you three parlays. You're gonna parlay just outright winners on UEFA Nations League. You go. Wait, eight. you missed the game. Which one? Steelers Bengals. Oh, Steelers oh. Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I was we like, know who's gonna win that game. Yeah, we didn't need that, that's a that's a Bradley Steel, lock. This, that that, that, to... that should be a lock, honestly. I don't even know how I missed that. On yeah, I was. Oh, I was... but wait, Big Ben might not play. Oh, he, he's not playing. You think he is? I he's thought he's playing. in COVID. Is I it COVID? Dude, I thought it was COVID, right? Yeah, it's COVID. Didn't he test positive I'm for COVID? I'm pretty sure he tested positive for COVID. Yeah, if that's the case, I don't know. Bengals plus seven and a half with Burrow. Mason Rudolph under center. Burrow, bro. Burrow's playing, playing pretty it, good. All right, I, I'm going to do a contingent pick here. Mm. If Big Ben's I, not playing, I'm taking Cincinnati plus seven and a half. If he is, I'll take Steelers minus Damn, seven for the half. Steelers' first loss of the year to the Bengals? Wow. That would be a uh, wild. I have, I have Pittsburgh uh, winning this game. And yeah, with Rudolph too. Yeah. yeah, 
If um, Rudolph plays, I say Cincinnati plus seven and a half. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, if, that is pretty contingent. If Rudolph plays, then I'm I would want Cincinnati to win, so I would take Cincinnati. Yeah, because Burrow. Yeah, I might have to change this pick. These these things at the last second. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, Cincinnati. So Mason Rudolphson. Do you have any more Bradley Locks picks, or are we just gonna go with your one that the? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what else we have on the schedule. I'll let Armand do his okay, thing. Yeah. So maybe three parlays here. You're gonna hit the first two are gonna be pretty good winners, like pretty good odds. But also be responsible all gambling. All right, Everybody be responsible. In the UEFA Nations League winning parlay right here. You're gonna hit Germany because I think they're at an over Who of one playing? goal. Ukraine. Yeah. Then you take Italy against Poland because I think it's a. The thing is under it's like a goal, like a point five, like projecting mm. a draw, you know, whatever. And then you go on a wild card, you pick Norway. Against who? I don't even remember right now, but I looked at it and I was like, they can win that game. All right, I don't know anybody on Norway. Or wait, is it? Isn't it? Yeah, isn't that Holland's team? He's Iceland, no, I thought, or is it Norwegian? Norway. Yeah. Norway. 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 So I'm taking. Is Holland playing though? I don't even care, bro. They ha- he all right, all right. Biden Hold up, boys. Denmark. Who wins Portugal-France on Saturday? Oh, I don't even want to touch that game. But who, do you, who, you, who are you picking? France. I'm taking Portugal. I'm taking France. Take Portugal. If, Rinal- know, if Ronaldo's some playing. Some teams might even play like the B teams. Yeah. Ah, I think they'll... This is like a legitimate tournament, though. These aren't friendlies. Yeah, but like the players that they have on their teams are just going to say that they don't want to play, and they have more power, I feel like, than their coaches. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the person. I know, like, Ronaldo loves playing for the national team. Yeah, but during this time where it's COVID, I don't. He already got stopped playing once. I don't think that he's going to. Also, boys, I know this is not really our area of expertise, but it's uh, the Masters Masters this weekend. I have no idea any tennis players. No, oh, it's, it's called. <laughs> Somebody, can we clip that? Jake, clip it, clip it. Tyler, can you clip that? I can clip it. I'll clip it. <laughs> this guy said. This guy said. I I said it's the Masters this week, and he says I don't know any tennis players. <laughs> Just cancel the show right now. Right. I oh I saw something weird. I want to bring up about the Masters. So I guess it was with Jack Nicklaus, you know. Yeah. How he's like has the most major championships in golf history or whatever. I guess he he won his sixth Masters 23 years after winning his first one. And this is 23 this will be 23 years since Tiger won his first one and they were both like obviously like a lot older. Yeah. They weren't in their prime anymore. You think Tiger can win? You think that's a yeah. I wonder what are the odds? Let me look up the odds. For Tiger to win the Masters, let's I see. I don't think Tiger's going to be even close. He hasn't, I mean, he's been playing. He's ranked. Oh, no, the other weird thing about it, they were both ranked, like, number 36 in the world at the time, too, going really? into that Masters. Um, Tiger is... Dude, Tiger but he... Tiger was plus 3,500. So that's 35 to 1. Yeah. 35 to 1? Put 50 bucks down on that? Well, I don't... Is it really that insane, like... That Deschambeau is... This might be the money line. No. What do you mean the money line? It's the Masters. It's to win. You're betting to win. Look, wow. yeah. Dude, that's insane. Deschambeau is plus 700. I guess they're... So that's that 7 to 1. For, yeah. I guess That's only that 7 to 1 odds. Players. Yeah, and if you get one bad game... Like, one yeah, bad day true, of playing, you're true. out. So. That's true. 
Yeah, if it if it's thirty five to one, I'll I'll put fifty on Tiger. That'd be a sick payout. Yeah, that would be insane. What is that sixteen fifty? Would that be? Yeah. Sixteen hundred dollars. That would be insane. Check, my, check. I might have to put that down. Bro. I gotta I gotta ask my dad on that because he loves golf. And just to root for Tiger again, that'd be dope. Okay. All right. Okay. What's your other uh, What's your other parlays, Armand? I was actually about to enter it in to tell you what the actual spread was, but um, the payout. You mean the payout? Yeah. Um. Let me do it. Let me enter it. Okay, Dan. Can uh, or Brad? Can you give a, a pick? You think? Yeah. To what's your What's your thing? last lock? Because you had your two lock. Or no, you only had one lock. I need to give you another lock. Mm-hmm. Let me look at the NFL again. So I got the Bears as a lock. The NFL games are just a lot of close ones. I'll take the Bucks as a lock. Minus five. Who they playing? The Panthers. Uh-huh. But honestly, my lock lock of the week. Like if you have to make a bet, bet on the Bears. Have to make a bet. Like if you're if you're betting and you need a lock, bet on the Bears. Um, I'm trying right. to figure this out. All right. Well, while you're calculating, I got I got another. Uh, you know, oh, I got talking my, point. I got my odds on this now. All right. Sorry, I cut you off. No, here. go. Okay, so this is the my NFL parlay here, and this this is a winning ticket. I'm telling you right now, it's plus six one one. Okay, so it's six to one odds. Mm-hmm. You pick the Philadelphia, and uh, I wanted to add an over/under, but I'm gonna give you just a pick. Are all these pick mu- the Eagles just outright? The Bills and the Chargers. The Eagles are a favorite, and the Bills and Chargers are both underdogs in this game. Mm-hmm. You bet fifty bucks, you could win. Well, that's not my parlay, but hundred. Yeah, fifty to win three hundred. Chargers, that's Eagles, easy. and what's the that other one? Responsibly though. What's the other one? What's the last team? Chargers, Bills, Eagles. Bills. If you want to play for fun too, I would even add an over under like, like I would add the the Raiders uh, Broncos over under and hit the over on that. You get plus twelve fifty on the odds if you get the over on that one too. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Then right. I also have what I call Bundy's painful parlay, and it's where you take the Jags. I go to the bathroom real quick. Sorry, stream. Finish here. You take the Jags, the Browns, and the Titans, okay? The, the, the Jags, Jags, the Browns, How and the Titans. How do you get the Jags? It's the painful parlay. It's teams that are hurt that hurt to bet on, but you just bet them. You can't bet on the Jags against the Packers. Well, you can. And I said, do it. Let me tell you, let me tell you what that... That doesn't sound like betting responsibly, Armand. No, let me tell you what that parlay will pay out. Well, it's just not that good. Maybe you can tease it. I would tease out the Jaguars, even add ten more points to lower it a little bit. Plus, it's five to one odds on that one. All right, that's the that's the Bundy's painful parlay. Yeah, I mean, I just would not take the Jaguars. They're not even gonna be like. It's the painful parlay. You do it for the cringe, and then if it hits, you're like, oh my god. All right. That one's you just put like five bucks on and just pray for it. All right. All right. So we got there. That's all the picks I had. Yeah, I don't have any lock. I'm not gonna lock in anything because the last time I told my dad, um, when the Packers played the Vikings, I told my dad that the Packers were a lock because they lost the week before to the Buccaneers, and I told him Aaron Rodgers were gonna come out with a fury, and then the Vikings 
took down the Packers. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah, we'll see. I think when we get into our next segment of Out of This World Takes, mm-hmm. we'll talk about who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, sorry for some dead air time right there. We're waiting for Bradley Locks to come back from the bathroom. Bradley Locks! Oh bathroom building! <laughs> Alright, so we had Armand's painful parlay where he says to take the Jags. That doesn't Ooh. sound like betting responsibly to me. That does not... We do not condone irresponsible gambling on this on I'm this show. You, it's the Bundy's painful parlay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a freezing cold take on that one, okay. but we'll see. Yeah, I've been wrong before. Yeah, that one time. <laughs> I mean, you did pick all of the uh, Madden simulators. I am undefeated. When we were in prime lockdown, I am undefeated in Madden Madden sim bets. So. I'm just just putting that out there. Okay. Um, let's get into our last segment of the night. Um, out of our mind takes. That's this is what our last segment is going to be every time. It's out of our mind where there, where I'm just going to say random fucking takes because everyone that I talk to always does not like my takes and I can always defend them, but people don't like how I defend them. <laughs> and then also, I feel like everyone here has their own crazy takes. That oh yeah, like. definitely. That we could all argue. And what I wanted to talk about today for Out of Our Mind Takes is who do you think is going to win this? Who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year and who's going to win it? Mm. That's a really tough question. Okay, we don't have to do who's going to be in it. Who's going to win? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to win That's the Super Bowl? That's a tougher question. <laughs> um, um, you go first. Like, if I'm just being arrogant, whatever. You know, lost hope. I'll say the Rams. If Jared Goff starts playing like he did two years ago with the Rams defense, I'll say them. But a more realistic take, I'd say Kansas City. Mahomes just every week is insane. Like, that guy does not turn the ball over. Okay. Here, what he has, 20 some, 27 touchdowns and one pick this year. And he doesn't get sacked. If you ever watch the Chiefs game, I watch him a lot because I'm in fantasy, so I'm always going back and forth from the Chiefs game. This guy doesn't get sacked. He'll probably get sacked once every other game. He'll get rid of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you're not taking negative yardage, then when you're getting sacked and turning the ball over, and Kansas City looks just as good, if not better, than they did last year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And their defense is playing pretty well, too, for the most part. Mm. Armon? Um, you going to go the easy route with the Chiefs like Brad? Or are no, you going to... I really don't think the Chiefs have it. I'm really... The thing is, I really like the Titans. I really think they're the strongest, like one of the strongest teams. Really? I think the Steelers look really good too. Yeah. And I think the AFC Championship is going to be the Steelers and the Titans. Um, and I think it's going to be, just comes down to if it's in Pittsburgh or if it's in Tennessee. Mm. And that's, I, wonder if they'll, I wonder if they'll have like fans by then. Pittsburgh already has fans. But like... A decent, have, like, a decent capacity. People. Yeah. So some stadiums could get and Pittsburgh, yeah, that's gonna be a big game. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. So. That's another thing too. You gotta factor in like all the California teams. They could probably won't have fans. Who knows for Not another two year. years? Yeah. 
who knows what the rate it's going. So if you have mm-hmm. a if you have a playoff game and with no fans versus you have to go on the road where a team actually does have fans, that could make a big difference. Oh, it could make a huge difference. So I'm going to give you guys both a cold take. You guys are both cold takes right there. Because we all know that the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl this year, bro. You've seen Aaron Rodgers. He's MVP caliber this year. We actually have a defense. And we got Adams playing out of his fucking mind. Aaron Jones going insane. And we got Equinemia St. Brown. <laughs> oh, wow. The worst run defense in football. Tyler... Tyler, coming in with the hard facts of having the worst run defense in football. What, do you what are you talking about? Mike Pettin is a defensive genius. Wait, Mike Pettin is your defensive coordinator? Yes. That guy made the Browns go 0-16. Defensive coordinator, not <laughs> defensive head coach. Defensive guru, he sure said. He was on that staff. <laughs> defensive he, he was the guru. head coach. Listen, he's the defensive guru. <laughs> wow, Dan. <laughs> you really used a great person to use for Yeah, that's example, a great, bro. great like, reference. Listen, listen, listen. The Pat Aaron Rodgers is an MVP candidate and is going to win MVP this Dude, year. Dude, you were just telling me, Ar- Armand, back me up on this. This guy's talking about at the beginning of the show how oh, he actually how, went seven and nine with the Browns and then three and thirteen. This guy, back me up on this. This guy at the beginning of the show is talking about how trash Tom Brady is and how trash the Bucks are and Tom's washed. Am I right? This guy said this. If if okay. they're going to lose to a washed 43-year-old, how the hell are they going to win the Super Bowl? Okay, they got lucky. Listen, Rodgers off his game that week, and then, you know, it's just it just happens. It just it doesn't happen. Like, Tom Brady, off his game. He's done. Like, he's over. But Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers comes back. He comes back, and he comes back angry. If you've All seen right, right. how he plays. Did you watch like, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show? No, I didn't. I'm just saying, he comes on every Tuesday. I watch him. And listen, Stephen A. Smith yesterday said that he does not see anything that Patrick Mahomes is doing that Aaron Rodgers is not doing as well. But they're just talking about Patrick Mahomes more because he's the Chiefs and they just won the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is playing... No, Patrick Mahomes is playing at Aaron Rodgers' level because Aaron Rodgers doesn't play to anybody's level. He's above all of them. All right, so who do you think Who do you think? Uh, when both their careers are done had a better career, Brady or Rodgers? Brady. Obviously. You're going to say that when Rodgers has some of the worst defense in NFL history on their team, but he wins games with them, and then has had more injuries than Brady, more season-ending injuries than Brady, and has not had... Rand- okay, Randall And has Cobb, Mike McCarthy... Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams. Randall Cobb is nothing, bro. Randall Cobb is what are you trash. Talking about? Four or five years ago, he led the league in touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers has had established wide receivers okay. his whole career. But if you Tom look Brady at had it for like fucking bums. Yeah, he makes them good. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, oh yeah, I was going to say Randy Moss. But yeah, the look, Randy Moss, Wes Walker year. Right? Like, taking it out of there. You're going to talk about Julian Edelman's not is trash, bro. Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman is a product of wide receiver in the NFL. I don't care about NFL religion history. in the aspect of <laughs> wide receivers. That is a type, a scheme type of Wide receiver and that is my style. that is my argument is that the Patriots have Danny a better. Amendola? They he's on the Lions. Yeah, but he was that guy in that in the Wes Welker spot. Yeah, and that's what that's his their Why team Wes Welker played went to the Broncos to play with Peyton Manning. He knew team, that he could play in that scheme. Their team played to the scheme. Mike McCarthy and the Packers co- coaches since then do not play their team to the scheme. Okay, Lafleur. Le- is doing that now, where Jones is now controlling a lot of the offense, and Rodgers is p- 
playing off of Jones. But when Mike McCarthy was coach, Mike McCarthy was like when we used to play Madden. Four verticals every single play. Let's just throw the ball down the fucking field. Dak looked pretty good, too, until he got injured. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Dak can cook in the Mike McCarthy thing. I think. Okay, but all I'm saying is that the Packers have had some of the worst defenses in the NFL. And they have gotten no help on defense for Aaron Rodgers. So, I have a question. So, how is he supposed to, just like this year with Russell Wilson, no one's talking about right now between us saying Russell Wilson's going to make the Super Bowl. And I even heard Deion Sanders earlier today saying that the Seahawks have no chance of even getting to the Super Bowl because the defense is so bad. How is Aaron Rodgers supposed to carry that team on his back with no defense at all to no the Super Bowl? No one ever doubted that the Packers can make it to the Super Bowl or that the Packers can like legitimately win the Super Bowl. That was never our argument. Our argument was, is at the end of their careers, who's going to have a better career, Brady or Rodgers? Then you went on saying about how Rodgers has never had a good defense, blah, 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 this and that, that, that. In the end of it all, Brady has as many Super Bowls as any other team in the league, as Bradley just taught me today. Brady is the GOAT. He's I- touchdowns right now, and we still know that Brady is the GOAT. And Brady's going to end up beating that record because Breeze is going to end up retiring because he's owed like $30 million next year, and the, Saint- the Saints are $100 million already over the cap for next year. Really? Yes. Wow. So what Breeze has to be what, retiring this year. They're trying turn, to win this year. If Brady if Brady the wins if Brady wins too. another Super Bowl, are you gonna call him the GOAT? No. So, so if this man wins twenty Super Bowls, Daniel's he's not also, the greatest. Daniels also let's let's go with the fa- the famous quote that Daniel said. We're we're leaving an Angels game and I asked Daniel, like, when you think of the Angels, who do you think of? Like, you know, and Daniel said, Bobby Abreu. So my I said that as Dan- a joke. No, you literally said Bobby I said Bobby Abreu because I knew you, you were going to react like this, bro. You talked to Bobby Abreu all the time. That is a cap. You're saying that now no. because we're on this podcast. But you know no, 100% no. that you thought of I liked Abreu. Bobby Abreu on the Angels. But all I'm saying is that how is Bobby Abreu even close to what we're talking about in football? You just I didn't realize it was 1147. I was yelling. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, so... Me and Armand got Brady in the GOAT argument. I personally don't even think Rodgers should be mentioned in that conversation, personally. But we're going yeah. mo- to move forward. Who do you guys think wins MVP this season in the NFL? Rodgers. Dalvin Cook. No. Uh, I'm going to go with Mahomes. I just think the Chiefs' offense is too stacked for him to slow down. What did I just say? Mahomes is playing at Rodgers' <laughs> level. They're uh, playing literally almost the same. I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at career accolades, as far as far as MVPs and Super Bowls and stuff, Mahomes are, Mahomes already has as much as Rodgers. He's already at Rodgers, and he's 24. Okay, but that doesn't matter. We're I'm talking about this season. I know, but I'm saying. He, you're saying about the playing at their levels. The Mahomes is probably at his own level. We'll see. He threw for 50 but touchdowns also, last year. Armand, people would say that Kamara is going to win I'm gonna, MVP over Cook. I don't know. Cook's been insane, but you guys remember the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl? Gurley had like the best running back season since LT season, and yeah. he's, he's still going to get MVP. Yeah, he had Gurley, like 25 Gurley, total touchdowns. Gurley and like carried me to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he led the league in... He led the league in rushing touchdowns at, I think, 
receiving touchdowns also, or he was right up there in the really? receiving ones. Yeah, he had like 20-something total touchdowns. Jeez. And he led the league in scrimmage yards, and he still didn't win MVP. Who won it that year? Brady? Probably. Um, no, that, I think that was – Brady was like the year before. Okay, you guys want to hear, really hear what you guys picked on the odds versus what I picked? Yeah. So, what did you say, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Plus He's probably two, the favorite. Plus Him or Wilson. Russell Wilson's plus 125. Rodgers plus 400. You want to know how much Dalvin Cook is? Plus 330. 3,300. 3, so 33 to 1? I'm taking Dalvin. <laughs> I mean, the return on investment is better if it hits, well, but listen, most likely like the return Allen, will be dude, zero. Josh Allen is plus 1,200 right now. I would take Josh Allen. Lamar? Nah, Lamar's not. Nah. Josh Allen, plus 1,200? Good bet. They're calling out the Ravens' plays. Lamar's not winning MVP. <laughs> We just you, we just bought into that the Ravens are going to change their scheme. For the I Ravens. didn't buy into it. I'm just I think that he's saying that so they don't look at their past plays. I don't know. I think I think Mahomes it's is going to win it. I think the Chiefs just continue tearing up the league. They're probably going to finish 14 2. Taking Mahomes. Um, any other outrageous takes? Yeah, no, I don't have any anything else about outrageous takes to take to talk about right now. All right, this is uh, only applicable to us, but who's winning our fantasy football league this year? I am. Armand? It depends who stays healthy or not. Well, yeah, but I'm saying yeah, you, it's all hypothetical. Cause, cause you don't Tyler's know. Tyler's team is pretty good, but I don't think it's like gonna win. I think Jelic's team can be good, but it's also so fluky. Josh's team just has Dalvin that like pops off every week and can save him. So I really don't know who's the best team, but as of right now, I'm gonna take Grant. What? He's like three and six. Arwan's going with the sleeper of the sleeper picks. Yep. Grant, I'll take myself. I know that you listen to One Last Point podcast. No, I'm telling you why I'm. Let me go look at the thing. I've thought about this. I've looked at all our teams. Grant's team has, like, all of this, like, potential, and, like, it's only going to get better. He's only going to get healthier. Like, McCaffrey will come back. Like, win out to make playoffs. Yeah, because things can happen, dude. McCaffrey's out, too. And let's see where his points are. Sometimes you just got to believe. He's 100 points below me in points right now. Maybe your team's going to crap the bed. It's not. All right, boys, you think this is, uh... Hearsay, yeah. hearsay, hearsay. You think it's a good place to end it? Yeah, I think this would be a good place to end it because no one's going to understand our fantasy football talk. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. For This is the first episode of Backseat Athletes. Um, we'll be doing this every Wednesday, releasing on Thursdays. Um, check us out on Twitch. We'll be on the One Last Point podcast be sure because we're a One Last Point production. Brad, do you have anything to say? Be sure to hit us with a follow on Twitch. And follow our social media platforms make, as well. Yeah, I will make We're, the social media platforms. And look out for us on Spotify and all of the ways you can listen to podcasts. This is not just on Twitch. It's yeah, it's going to be on YouTube, Spotify. YouTube also, yeah. Yeah, so hit us with a like and follow yeah. so we can uh, Big keep making Big Bundy, do you have anything else to say? Eagles are taking it to... All right, and what I would say is just thank you for listening. If you listen, thank you for watching. If you're watching, thank you to our studio audience, Tyler, for being here. All right, Bro- he didn't resident, hype us up or anything. resident Broncos fan, oh, but he oh, did. Have I that- do have something that I wanted to say. My prediction: What? Dan Carlson, four field goals, two extra points. <laughs> All right. Take your predictions. That's how low we're getting now. Oh no no, that's gonna happen. Okay.
You said last thing. That's when I announced that. One last point is that Dan Carlson is going to do that. All uh, right. See y'all next week. Later.